Welcome to the Semicolon Podcast. This is a safe place to discuss a variety of topics centered around mental health. I am your host, Ashley McClellan, a social worker who has learned a lot about mental health along the way. I am here to be a voice, to support, and to learn with you all. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Semicolon Podcast. Thank you to everyone that is here listening, and Happy New Year, everyone. We are in 2020. I know that 2019 was a rough year for many. It definitely was a rough year for me, but I'm in a much healthier space, and I'm so excited for what the new year has to bring. For everyone, I pray the new year brings new opportunities, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and so much more. But you have to speak it into existence and claim it. So to kick off the new year, I have a very, very special guest with me today. This person is an inspiration in regards to me starting the Semicolon Podcast. This person is very humble, so I'm going to highlight some amazing things this person is doing with his platform. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you all Alec, a.k.a. Trey Busy, and he is the host of the Let's Talk It Out podcast. I came across this podcast, I believe, in late July. I was just discharged from the hospital and attending outpatient, and this podcast is seriously what I needed in my life. I was always on a search for a great mental health podcast, and I am so glad I came across the Let's Talk It Out podcast. What really drew me to this podcast is how open Alex and his guests are in regards to mental health. Alec has guests that simply just want to share their stories to guests that are professionals in the mental health field, such as social workers and therapists to well-known authors. His podcast is top 50 in the Netherlands. You are now able to listen to his podcast on Pandora, and Alex just recorded his 50th episode on December 12th. I truly admire his passion, his drive, and his consistency. So with all of that being said, Alec, welcome and thank you for being a part of the Semicolon Podcast. Wow. Um, I don't even know how to follow that up. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for having me on, Ashley. I mean, mean, we talk, you know, pretty regularly and... um, yeah, I mean, you've made great strides since you reached out to me. I remember okay. when you reached out to me because it was through Instagram and I don't think I was following you or I, I, it was like a, it was a, one of those messages. It's like a message request. And I went to go look and I read it and I was like, oh, okay. You know, I really, when people reach out to me like that, I mean, it takes, people don't understand the amount of courage it takes for someone to reach out to you. I'm a stranger, right? At the time, I was a complete stranger to you. I, you, didn't, you didn't know me. I didn't know you. And just for you to be able to reach out to me and share, you know, what's going on with you and where you're at in life and to look back from now, from then, from July until now, you know, that's, it's truly incredible to see the growth and understanding of what you needed to do to be in a healthier space. So that, 
you know, you kind of you kind of talked me up pretty good. I was like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna follow that up. You know. <laughs> of <laughs> well, course. Yes. Thank <laughs> you so much. So we're gonna hop right in. So you know, I like you know, I just I've been a subscriber ever since July, and I think I'm pretty much caught up on all the episodes. So I always get the notification, so I don't miss an episode. So. What led you up to wanting to be a voice for mental health? Well, what led me up to it? Okay, let's see. Do you want the beginning, the very beginning? Like what, you know, why am I was able to? Or do you want like just my reasoning for doing it? I want the very beginning. The very beginning of why I was able to. Okay, or how I was able to. All right, so uh, many moons ago, um, I used to be a sports writer. Um, I covered the Chicago Bears for our podcast slash uh, website called Bears Barroom. Um, pretty much have connections with people that are in the organization, even players now. Like sometimes, I mean, I, we never give names away, mm-hmm. um, but we do have conversations, private conversations with players on, you know, through social media and stuff like that. So through sports writing i was able to i mean get introduced into a lot of people and then the bears bomb had a really popular it's one of the best if not the best chicago bears podcast in the chicagoland area so i wrote for them for a while and they got to a point where they started inviting their writers to be guests on the podcast just to see you know introduce people that that uh read the articles every week um to who's the person people that are writing them right so they, they brought me on one day and um, for a segment and I knocked it out the park to the point where ever since that day, they made me a regular on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I was brought, I was brought on every week after that because people were demanding to hear me speak about it, you know, talk, cause I mean, little, little known fact about me, um, actually, I'm not sure how well much you know this or not, but I'm like a football guru. Yeah. Like literally I could tell you <laughs> what, before the, before the football snap, I could tell you, what play is about to be ran, what direction they're running the football, you know, why the guard is about to pull. Like I could tell you stuff like that mm-hmm. just from that's how much I know the game. So um, talked football for a while in Bears Bar Room um, for a couple of years. And I want to say it was 2018, September, um, when I first launched Let's Talk It Out. But what led me to doing it is I noticed that the community um, – especially the black community, but the community was suffering, right? Like mental illnesses and mental conditions were just like tearing people apart. And so it was tearing the community apart. A lot of people weren't realizing what was going on. Everything was being brushed under the rug. People were afraid to speak out. So I came up with this concept, you know, from, from, you know, from scratch, like, you know what, I create a platform for people because let's talk it out was, was, is live. Well, at the time was a live podcast that I recorded on, on Thursdays at 8 PM. I created it like that because I wanted it to be like an open platform, people to come into a chat room and interact with me and guests and they could get their questions answered. They could have a voice. They could feel like they have an opinion about what's, what's being said and also feel like someone acknowledges them. Cause a lot of times people don't feel acknowledged when they're dealing with conditions. So um, Barris Barman was gracious enough to give me a slot um, in their network. Um, let's talk about our podcast was a part of Barris Barroom network. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, again, like the reason why I did it was 
I was able to, and I was willing to, right? I had the platform, I had the expertise because the person that, I mean, I learned everything I know about media, interview and all that stuff from uh, this guy named Aldo Gandia. I mean, he used to work for um, WTTW in the eighties. The guy wins one Emmys and stuff like that. I've learned everything I know about podcasting from him. Like I was literally like his apprentice, right? So I, even to this day, sometimes uh, we connect still just to, you know, bounce ideas off each other, things like that, you know, have a great relationship with Barris Barroom. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about, let's fast forward to um, January, February of 2019. Um, I made a, we both came to a mutual agreement that would be best for me to branch out and become my own network, right? So, so when let's talk about became his own thing, his own identity. And looking back at then now to see where I'm at now, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of crazy to think about like the connections I've made and even the connections that are, st- are still being made. Like I've had people, I have, to, <laughs> it's so crazy. I literally have to schedule things in the calendar now. Like yeah. I'm like, I can't talk, you know, we could, we could talk this day at noon, you know, uh, we could figure this out in two, three weeks from now on a Thursday at three, right. right. Just, just to go from just me, <laughs> I used to have to struggle. I sometimes people used to, this is crazy. I don't ever talk about this. People used to blow me off, right. As being guests, right. They'll say they'll be a guest. And then like the same day or that day of, they'll be like, Oh, never mind. I can't do it no more. This came up, right? I went from that. I went from doing with that to now. There's like a line of people that want to be on, that want to be a part of it, that are reaching out to me, emailing me about it, right? So, obviously, it's it's so it's so crazy to think about. You know, not a lot of people can say uh, they started a platform and ended up having their favorite authors come on as guests. Exactly. So it's again. I mean, it's just I'm really you know. Let's talk about podcast has grown tremendously and it has made some great reaches. I tell people all the time about the move to Netherlands since they like my podcast so much. <laughs> Maybe I can get some free things out there. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but I'm telling you, in due time, it would definitely be top 50s in the US. I, I see it and I believe that. So I hope you do too. Well, I, I, man, I'm one of those people, actually, you know, there's people that know yeah. me know this. I don't want to get congratulated, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want that false sense of accomplishment that yeah. people get because my vision, my focus is is like, I there's so much more that could be done, so much more that needs to be done, and so much more that I can do. So mm-hmm. the whole, everybody, black, congratulations. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, whatever. It, 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 I, I know. I look at the goal like this is not it for me. Like this is not. I don't want to have that satisfaction, right? So, you're right. Maybe one day, top fifty, yeah, top ten, maybe. maybe yeah, well, on. just know that you are a true inspiration to many others. Like I say, you know, you know, it gives me hope. I, you know, I've been. I feel like I've been very consistent with my podcast. You know, I'm still pushing for it. So I just want to, you know, thank you for being an inspiration to me. Well, thank you for letting me be one. I mean, yeah, I mean, the encouragement just for you. And again, I always encourage people all the time. You know, it doesn't have to be podcast. It doesn't have to be, you know, something with audio. It's just find a way to express yourself because mm-hmm. learning to find a way to express yourself is necessary in the fight against depression, you know, because you are, you are, I mean, expressing yourself is, again, I have three keys. Expressing yourself is, is one of the top ones, being a creative Right, mm-hmm. Cre- creating something, blogging, uh, podcasting, drawing, coming up with dances. I mean, this this is very necessary actually for you to live a healthy life, right? Exactly. Like, 
You got to use that creative part of your brain. Right. It's funny because I have mentioned in many of my episodes that having a podcast has been very therapeutic for me. So thank you for sharing that piece of advice. So, Alec, what I admire the most is that you are not afraid to speak out about mental health. It's like you don't come across many men, black men at that, that is willing to share their struggles. What mental health struggles have you encountered in your life? Oh, man. Man, man, man. Okay. Um, so, for me, a huge issue I've had was anxiety. I had really bad anxiety. Um, to the point where it was almost crippling. Um, I used to be afraid to drive my car on expressway, right? Like to the point where I used to only take side streets everywhere I had to go. And when I used to get on expressway, I mean, I would get to the point where my hands would start like sweating and uh, my heart started beating fast and, you know, forehead get I mean, y'all get a little dizzy and stuff like that like it was they it'll flare up really bad anxiety would just like start kicking in i'll start almost having a panic attack right mm-hmm. i even i even went to the hospital one time um because i thought that i was having a heart attack right like mm-hmm. you know same similar symptoms um some things i mean there's a couple things that are a little different about it i also used to be an emt so i know you know, I studied the human body a little bit. So like some things that are a little different about it, but the sim- if you don't, if the untrained eye or the person that doesn't know, mm-hmm. they are, they're similar. Right. So I used to be afraid to get on the expressway and it sounds so silly looking back at it now, but at the time to me, it was, it was like terrifying. Yeah. Right. Um, someone who, I mean, one of my favorite authors slash someone who's like a friend now to me, uh, Robert Duff, you know, he talks about it in his, um, hardcore self-help book called fuck anxiety he talks about how uh, we create these fears in our mind and it's like sometimes it can be crippling to us but if you if you break them down right like you break down why are you afraid like what is causing you like you write down on a piece of paper you know things that you're feeling and things that you're afraid of happening right and it's so crazy to think about like i'm telling you actually like looking now i mean hell it's like <laughs> I'm always on the expressway when I go places now, but it's like at that time I was literally terrified. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, like when you think of fear, you think of like, I don't know, kids screaming and shit like that. Like this, that was my mind. Like I was afraid uh, to just deal with it. And slowly but surely I learned to, my fear was I, I found out that it was from, I was afraid of getting to an accident. Right. Yeah. You know, I was, I was afraid of, of dying in a car accident. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was it was crippling to me. And, you know, in order for me to start slowly but surely un- overcoming it, I started doing things like um, I would get on expressway and get off at the right at the next exit. Right. Stay, stay in the far right lane. Don't mm-hmm. go too fast. You know, get off in the right. Just slowly but surely. You know, it's kind of like when you're walking in the water, like, you know, when you get in the water, it's cold. You put your foot in first. Yeah. OK, now you slowly put your whole leg in there. And it was that kind of thing. And that helped me uh, resolve my my anxiety towards driving on the expressway. Mm-hmm. So to the point now where I was just recently uh, drove seven hours to Nashville to go see my mom. Right. right? Like, you know, I would have never did that a few years ago. I used to, be, uh, just, I used to sit out road trips like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Uh, good luck. Uh, <laughs> see you guys when you get back. Right. right. So. 
it, for me, it, I dealt with anxiety really bad, I guess, is the initial question. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it was, um, you know, I went to therapists about it and talked mm-hmm. to them. And again, Robert, I mean, the books, hardcore self-help book, fuck anxiety helped me out a lot tremendously. Like it literally helped me put a lid on it. Right. So. Yeah. I actually read that book back in, I think early August and it, it helped me a lot. So that is a great book. Was that one? Did I send it to you? No, you sent me the one about depression. Cause I didn't know he okay. had one about depression. So okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, it's amazing how you was able to, you know, take those small steps to overcome such a big fear. So, and I know that you stand by, you know, physical activity and mental health going hand in hand. So can you expound, expound on that a little bit more? Yeah. So with, with, with mind, body and soul, man, like they're all connected. So if you are physically, if you're not in, in great shape or if you're not working toward working out and releasing these, those endorphins, your, your mind is going to suffer. Right. I mean, you, you create, um, and it's so crazy. Cause like, I literally felt better after my workout earlier. Like I was stressed about a few things, just going to go get that physical activity in, um, it, it releases the endorphins in your brain that help you feel good. Right. Like it just helps you feel relaxed and you're just like, you know, I accomplished something and it's like that, that, that carries on to your mental, you know, it carries on to your mind to make you feel great. It really releases the good energy. Mm-hmm. So the physical activity is, is, is paramount in fighting depression. Like, I mean, there's been tests done that shows that, um, people that are, that are more physical active are less likely to deal with it, to deal with depression. Right. So, uh, I don't you know when I say that I'm not just like, you know, talking from my own personal experience. I've done research on it. Mm-hmm. So it's um it's very important for people. I mean, you don't have to be going to the gym, you know, go outside and go for a walk or something, right. go for a run. Um, you could do you could do. And I have people doing this. You know, actually, I don't know if I'm not sure if you know this or not, but the let's talk it out workout check in. I have people doing 200 crutches every night before they go to bed. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You could. <laughs> that sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. Uh, just being active helps your mind. So I'm, I'm trying to help people be in healthy places, not only mentally, but physically as well. It's necessary. It's very necessary. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. And, and I started the, the book club as well. So. Yes. And my book actually came today just to let you know. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm going to probably, you know, I'm going to let, I'm going to let people know, Hey, we need an update on there. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So like this discussion going. So my plan is to read some of it tonight. So my book did come because we're starting out. Um, you want to tell them a little bit about that book that we're starting with? Yeah. So uh, Mark Wolin wrote a book called It Didn't Start With You. And it's a uh, it's a book that breaks down how inherited family trauma shapes who we are and how to end the cycle. Um, I read this book twice and I'm telling you, his work is is incredible. Um, you can actually catch our interview on my podcast. It was episode 40. Uh, me and Mark talked about it. He broke down his book. He broke down his own story. But it talks about how um, some mental conditions are hereditary, right? They're passed down to us through bloodline, you know, grandparents, parents, you know, just it, they're, they're things that they dealt with uh, can create a fear, uh, fight or flight in our mind, 
right? So like, say your say your great great grandma, well not your great great, your great grandma or your grandma, depending on how old you are. I don't want to date anybody. Um, where <laughs> fought in a war or something like that, right? right? They fought in the war and they create PTSD in their mind, and here you are uh, living a normal life. You're not in any type of battle, any type of fight or nothing, but you have this 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 fight or flight mentality, and and you can't, you're freaking out. You're waking up in the middle of the night. You don't know why you can't sleep. You don't know why this is going on. Come to find out because when your grandparents were at your same age, that's what they were dealing with because they were in the war, that kind of thing. So it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. I mean, I could break it down even more. I'm not going to spend Ashley's time on her podcast, um, breaking down a book that we that we're reading right now. <laughs> so I, I want people, to, I want people to read it. Right. So I'm like, I have to read it too. So, <laughs> but I am excited for this book because I feel like, you know, you know, I'm in the social work field and I feel like prior, especially when I was in like undergrad, um, probably grad school is where it's like trauma wasn't like really talked about is like how much people is actually talking about it now and you know when it comes to my kids it's like I try to explain to my foster parents like you have to understand their trauma you have to understand the environment and things they grew up in and why they may act the way that they act so I am very excited about this book to get more insight on trauma talk talking to Mark felt like I was talking to Yoda from Star Wars (laughs) Like seriously, just having, and I've had a conversation with him off the air. Like it's it just literally the guy is just full of wisdom and knowledge, and it's like a wealth of it. And I, when you read, when we, you know, you guys, when you read the book, I'm telling you, it's it's <laughs> you're gonna feel like you just got hit with a with a with a train of knowledge. Yeah, it's like an, it's gonna awaken a part of your brain that you didn't realize existed. Right. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that. So as you know, I'm very big on self-care. You know, I always check in with you to make sure you're doing self-care. So in, in addition to working out, what else do you do for self-care? Well, I'm not sure if, you're, if the audience knows by now or not, but I do read books. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about books enough. I mean, I have a pretty decent collection of them. Um, I like learning, right? So learning is a part of self-care. Like, yeah making sure that you learn something new every day is very important to have to being healthy, right? You know, your brain has to, you have to feed your brain. You have to feed your brain. You have to put good things in your brain. You spend your time watching shitty TV shows like, you know, reality TV all day. That's your brain is getting, that's what your brain's eating. You know, you have to make sure that you are putting good information in there. So I, I read books. Uh, Rob got on me. I, Robert got on me a little bit. I, I've been trying to get back into video game a little bit more because that's something I really enjoyed a lot, mm-hmm. and it's important for me because it helps me. I, I get I'm not happiest when I'm playing a great game, mm-hmm. so I've been trying to do that a little bit more. Uh, and again, again, like obviously, like you said, the gym. You know, mm-hmm. those those I, I try to make time for things I enjoy. Right. So reading, um, getting in the gym. Um, gaming, obviously sports, you know, I mean, granted Chicago has been letting me down recently last few years. Um, I feel like I'm in an abusive relationship with the Chicago bears you know, every year. They promise you they're going to change and they don't. Uh-huh. So, yeah. <laughs> so thank God for, for other, other outlets. Right. Yeah, you know. Exactly. So I, do you go to the gym every day? Because it seems, it seems like it. I take so I try to switch up my off days a little bit, like so, okay. like 
Um, you know, today is Sunday. Uh, I usually I, I usually take Sunday off, but because um, you know, some other things going on this week, I um I needed to go today because I won't be able to go this week. Oh, two okay. days. So okay, all right, because it, it does seem like you're always at the gym. <laughs> so, but well, hey, yeah, that's because <laughs> I'm definitely trying to go more. <laughs> so, but well, you don't always have to like some days. You know, you could go for just for straight cardio purposes. You don't have yeah. to lift. You know, it's exactly. like it's all it's all about balance. Like you know, f- focus on certain muscle groups, and then that way you're not really like sore when you're going mm-hmm. like every day it's like you're working on different muscles every day and you, you have a, the proper recovery techniques that's very yeah. important as well where your recovery and your diet is especially diet diet has a lot to do with your mental health as well yeah you know? i mean that's a good segue like people that just eat twinkies all day okay not twinkies this is not 1993 uh what do people eat nowadays like that's oh, garbage that's a probably chips and you know like candy bars maybe <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, cookies or something like Oreos yeah. or something like uh-huh. that. Just, just eating, just eating junk all the time. And I mean, you, you're—it's a recipe for success. I mean, not for success, for failure. Yeah. Actually, like, let's say you 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 don't work out at all. Uh, you don't read. You don't put any good thing in your mind. You watch garbage TV all day, mm-hmm. and you eat junk all the day long. Right. What what you know? What about that is beneficial for you? Exactly. And nothing. To answer your question, nothing, right? Nothing, not a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, now I agree with that. So, what last piece of advice would you like to leave for the listeners? Oh, last piece of advice. Okay. Well, I'm gonna reiterate on what I what I've talked about. Um, the three most important, the three ways that you can fight depression yourself, right? Um get outdoors, you know, go outside, go for a walk. Um, I'm not sure if people fish, you know, I fish, um, golf is great. I love golf as well. Um, just go sit at a park or somewhere, you know, go have a picnic for God's sake, like act like it's the 1970s or something, 1960s, yeah. go, go have a picnic, you know, get you a blanket, you know, a basket and make a couple of sandwiches and go out there with the water and, you know, relax, mm-hmm. enjoy nature, find a body of water. That's my, that's another thing I enjoy. You know, find a nice body of water. Just listen to the waves. It's it's really calming, right? So the number one way, I mean, not number one, but one of the ways, get outside, okay? okay. Number two, um, the way to battle depression. Like I told you earlier, uh, Ashley, uh, find a way to create, you know, find a creative outlet for yourself. Now, everybody has the same skill set or same abilities. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but it's just a way for you to express yourself. Um, everybody's first podcast sucks. My first episode sucked to me. A lot of people liked it, but I listened back to it and it sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way it is. A lot of times the first thing you do is going to suck. You know, don't, you have to accept that. Okay. That's fine. But you know, it's all about you letting it out. You expressing yourself, you cre- creating something from your mind and making it tangible. Okay. Mm-hmm. So outside is number one. Number two is, is find a way to creatively express yourself. Like, mm-hmm. And number three, be physically active. Be yeah. physically active. You don't have to go to the gym to work out, but just getting getting outside and just, you know, running or riding a bike, you know, doing crunches in your bedroom before you go to sleep, doing push-ups. Just find a way to be physically active. Make your body healthy, right? And make your body take in great, good energy. The, the sun is, is, is man. You can't be cooped up in the house all day. Yeah. And you can't let your brain not, because you have there's a portion of your brain that's meant to be creative and you're not using it, right? Mm-hmm. You need to use it. 
you know, you're not you're not you're not letting out the the, the good energy and good the good vibes. You need to just again top three, get outside, create something, work out. That's it. That's all I want to leave you guys with. So thank you, like always, for dropping knowledge. So Alex, as you know, I I do end my episodes with a quote. However, I'm going to end with a statement you posted to your social media that Uh-oh. really resonated with me. Uh-oh. So you stated, at this point, mental health awareness isn't enough. Now we must talk about ways to heal and cope with the conditions. I 100% agree with this. I'm like, you have to put in the work and you literally just, you know, gave people three ways to do so. So that that really um, resonated with me. Well, thank you for for quoting me. You know, I was afraid because I said some things. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, Uh-oh. I'm like, what's she about to say, man? This ain't going to end well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. So, Alex, thank you again. It was true to have you on the Semicolon podcast. Um, I hope this isn't your last time. So I just want to say thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me on your platform. I'm very grateful for the opportunity. It was truly a pleasure, and I will be sure to link Alex's podcast and all of his social media. So again, thank you all, and I can't wait to talk to you all in my next episode.